Hello and welcome back to the CIT Tech Tips Podcast. I'm Jack and today I'm here joined by uh, Josh. Hello. And I'm Matt. Howdy. And today we're going to be discussing different music streaming services, uh, specifically Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify, and putting them against each other to see which one really is the, the better option for you. Uh, anyone want to start us off here? I'll start it off with Amazon Music. Yeah, they got one person plan, so you know only one device can be on at one time. You can connect many devices, but only one person can stream music on that account at once with the monthly plan starting at $8 and the yearly plan being 80 And they have family plans for monthly being you know, a 7 to $8 increase and that being $14 and 149 for yearly. And they have a built-in equalizer for a different audio very nice noise uh, leveler so if you don't want your audio to be really calm in one song and then just blaring in the next one you can put it on one level and they have 360 audio for uh, surround sound audio works great and with the paid plan you can even get ultra quality uh, songs ranging from 24 bit 96 uh, kilohertz if I'm not wrong and pretty great and they can even host podcasts. Most songs, they even include video streaming and you can download your songs either in low quality for saving space or you can have the ultra quality. It takes up a little bit more. They can keep your screen on so you can quickly tap the button on the phone to switch your song when you're in your car. So you, know, you don't have to type in your passcode while driving. I wouldn't do that. Not a good idea. Your music folder can be changed to an SD card if your phone has it. Amazon Music has access to 75 million songs. It has Waze integration, seven different languages, and on almost every device, including PC, console, and mobile. Well, that's actually really interesting. I, I didn't know a lot of stuff there about the uh, Amazon Music at all. I don't think I've ever looked at it personally. I heard about it. I didn't really look into it. Yeah, many people don't. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's the more niche of the you know, the music streaming services currently. I, honestly, it's kind of underrated in my opinion. Yeah, most people don't really hear about it. I personally didn't hear about it until my parents brought it up. To me, it's pretty good. Uh, the only one downgrade from something say Spotify, it's just not really aesthetically pleasing compared to Spotify. Is it a bit more complicated to use and, and get into? Yeah. It wouldn't be, it's not really good design. You're stuck in a dark theme, which I don't mind. But it's less colorful. It's kind of just like bland, matte black. It's a bit dull. Yeah. That's the one downgrade from it. But other than that, it's great, great music streaming software. Uh, Matt, I, I heard you were doing uh, Apple Music. you want to talk about that with us? So, with Apple Music, you can get a student plan which is $4.99 a month, which needs a functional school email to get. You can get the standard one-person plan, which is $9.99 a month. Or you can get the six-family plan, which is $14.99 a month. There is over 90 million songs and 30,000 playlists to listen to. You can download music to play them offline. You can get notifications when favorite, your favorite artists release a new song. You can search by songs, by lyrics. You can show lyrics for some songs and highlight them as they play, which is lyric view. 
You can connect with friends to see what they're listening to. And then most artists have a bio page. See what their favorite stuff is. There's Siri support, so you can use Siri to use Apple Music. Uh, there's live radio that you can listen to. And listen across all devices, download it on whatever devices. There is 360 audio, which is pretty good. You can connect to a car through the CarPlay mode, and it is ad-free. Huh. Yeah, I, I personally, I'm a, I'm a Spotify user, so I, I have no clue about the other ones. Um, I, I didn't know that you could do the whole the, Dol the Dolby Atmos, the 360 audio with all of the streaming services. I thought that was a bit more premium of uh, a uh, build quality to that. Uh, especially with the CarPlay too, I feel like that's a huge step for you know smartphones and whatnot being able to do it from the car itself as opposed to the, you know having to look at the phone because you know you shouldn't use your phone while you drive. It's not a good idea. It's not a very good idea. Really, it's not. Not safe at all. It, it really isn't. Get someone killed. Now with the 360 audio, I didn't I didn't know that they had that on Apple Music. Is that new or? Uh, yeah, that is. Have, uh, Jack, do you know if they have that on Spotify yet or not? Uh, they do actually have it on Spotify. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's been around for a few months now, I believe. Pretty uh, new concept. It's a, it's a fairly new concept. I feel like it's just going to ever, you know, it's an ever-expanding concept that they're just going to keep expanding on, or it's going to be a really gimmicky thing trying to sell you headphones. I, I don't know of... Uh, what audio codec that Spotify or Amazon or uh, Apple Music are on, but I know most audio codecs, which it's just the audio file and how good it would sound coming out. Amazon supports most to all, and I'd say their streaming quality is one of the most top premium ones that you could probably get on the market. Yeah, Spotify offers um, almost all of them can, or all video formats, or well, audio formats can be uh, put onto a Spotify playlist. And I definitely think that the, with the wide range of you know, availability with Spotify and how it's on everything, uh, you can definitely get some use out of it. Especially where if you just have a bunch of old MP3 files lying around, you can just upload to a playlist if you really wanted to. It's really as simple as letting Spotify see the, the folder on your phone or computer and then putting all the files in there. Speaking of Spotify, uh, Spotify is, is probably my favorite of the three streaming services. Uh, one, because I don't know a lot about the other streaming services, uh, and it's the only one that I've used personally you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, pretty much. But uh, a one-month plan for just a single uh, user would be you know, like around ten dollars, nine ninety nine. Student plan, four ninety nine, and these are all monthly payments. And the family plan, of course, is around uh, fifteen ninety nine a month. And you can have up to six accounts separate on the family plan, which is what I do actually. Um, you can add your own music, of course, which is always a plus. Like I was just saying, you can add it. Yeah. You can drag and drop the files from an Android phone. You can drag and drop from a computer onto an Android phone. And with Apple, it's a bit more complicated, but there are ways to do it. You just need to do a lot of crazy Bluetooth things, and it's a hit or miss. But I would say it's fairly accessible. Um, as well as Spotify, you can always see where the downloaded songs are. You get a music folder to see where the downloaded songs are. 
Um, there's support for 62 languages. That's always good, just in case you're not a native, you know, English, French, Spanish speaker. The one thing that I, I really felt that Spotify lacked compared to the other ones was the, the song, the, well at least the amount of songs on the application. There's only around 70 million, uh, which is a lot of songs granted, but you know you, you hear Apple Music with its, its 90 million or Amazon with its almost 80 million and Spotify just kind of falls behind even though Spotify anyone can upload to. Of course, I feel like Spotify makes up for the, the lack of songs with the sheer amount of podcasts there are and, and how many you can you know acquire. Because uh, I, I know I used to watch a lot of podcasts, or not watch, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, specifically the, the Misfits podcast. And very good podcast, very funny. This podcast is also going to be streamed on Spotify. Yeah, this podcast is also going to be on Spotify, so it's just adding to the 70 million. It's one of the grants. And in that note, with Spotify, I'd say it's more of a user-friendly type of software. Yeah, it, it, it's like I said, it was visually appealing, and that could draw users to it. With someone that likes the aspect of, you know, colorization, better GUI. Better in that sense, because I, I noticed with Apple Music and Amazon, they're kind of lacking in that sense. They kind of just look like a copy-and-pasted MP3 player software that you can just get in your storage drive. Yeah, it, with the, with a lot of the music streaming services and video streaming services, even I feel they all look very samey and very similar in how their you know, production value and whatnot. They always look very basic. And I, I feel like Spotify is trying to go against that and step things up just a bit, just to stick out in the crowd, which they definitely have achieved. Definitely. Well, I personally haven't used uh, Amazon Music or Spotify, really. So I, I remember using uh, Apple Music for a bit. Uh, I just happened to stumble upon it, and my mom was like, oh yeah, we have Apple Music, by the way, if you, if you want to use it. And I was just kind of like, all right. I'll use it, I guess, and I already had Spotify for like a year at that point through uh, my dad. So I used Apple Music for about, I think, a week, and then it was just like, nah, and I went back to Spotify. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really feeling it. I, I used it too because my parents bought the subscription for it for my sister, but it, it just wasn't worth it to me. It just, like I said, it, it just didn't feel. Uh, appealing in that sense, and with them having, you'd expect like 90 million songs, there'd be some songs that I would look for. They didn't have them though, which was pretty on the offset for me, so I kind of made the switch to Amazon. And I'm kind of thinking of switching to Spotify because they seem to have a lot of the music that I you know, like, but it seems that they're with, Am uh, not Amazon really, but Apple Music, they're kind of on the side of just mainstream artists that you would see. Not really on the aspect of any other type of music, just mainstream what's going on in the United States. I, I definitely feel like Spotify is more geared toward the, the more underground, you know, beneath the surface uh, songs, you know, songs that you're not going to find on the radio, songs that you're not going to find anywhere else. You might be able to find them somewhere on the internet, I'm not going to say where, but you might be able to find them somewhere else but not on Apple Music and Amazon Music, I can tell you that much. Um, there are a lot of artists that I listen to that are only on Spotify. 
and I, I feel like that is also what brings people to Spotify, the use of indie artists who are just kind of there for one-offs, or maybe they grow a following on Spotify, and you don't get that anywhere else. Not only recently, Amazon Music just introduced podcasts, I think maybe as of right now, maybe like four months ago, and I compared to Spotify's library of podcasts, they just, they don't hit the same part. In that sense, though, you can get the transcripts for the podcast, which is dope, uh, pretty, pretty dope, I'd say. But I don't know if you can do that on um, Spotify. On Spotify, no, I would, I do not think you can grab the transcripts for them. Um, I'm not sure how all that works, I'm not sure if somebody has to go in and manually write the transcript, probably not. Um, but I feel like that's just a lot of extra effort, and it, I don't think you're grabbing a podcast normally to yeah, no. like read it. I think you're grabbing it as a like, background noise when you're doing something like writing an essay or you know playing a game or something. So now we're going to start the compare and contrast of the three platforms. Yep. So what I noticed off the bat was that with uh, I think it was Spotify, or it was Amazon Music. The Amazon Music single plan was $7.99, while both Apple and Spotify were both $9.99 single plan. Amazon seems to be a lot cheaper. Oh, definitely. And uh, there was also Amazon Music didn't have a student plan. Oh, yeah, they don't. So you get a you get a cheaper plan, but no no app out discount for the student plan. As of now, no, I don't think there's any plans to. I don't know if you said it, Jack, but uh, did Spotify ever have the 360 sound? They do actually. Nice. <coughs> okay. Notice here with 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 Apple specifically, they have a lot of music. They have a ton of music, and. I, a comparative to the other two, they seem to have a lot more, you know, raw songs, but they seem to be more mainline, you know, what's playing on the radio and then streamed to you for a price where on the radio, you just listen to it on the radio, it's free. But on Apple Music, you gotta, you gotta pay $9 for that every, every month. And I feel like, you know, for the people who want more of an obscure, music plan uh, Spotify seems to be where to go there. Well, I mean, with Apple Music, there is quite a variety of music, where there is, you have the mainline stuff, and then you have, like, the side artists that will make their own types of music as well, that they can post onto Apple Music. So, Josh, I, I was just wondering, uh, you said that Amazon Music, it, you can only listen one person at a time, if I'm correct, right? So it's yes, not... they have a one person, like, kind of like a Spotify as one person premium plan. And with the one person plan, you can connect many devices, but if you start to stream on your phone and then turn on your computer or console, it will say, do you wish to stream on this device and not the other one? You'll get kind of like a cancel out effect. But with their seven dollar more family plan you can have up to ten devices on it that's actually once. really good 
Um, I, I definitely think that that would be good. Is it devices or accounts? Devices. Devices? Okay. I, because I know with, with Spotify and everything, that's account-based instead of uh, device-based. Well, they're like, it's kind of, in a way, you can do either device or you can do add family members. And you can add other Amazon accounts to that plan. Okay, that so, makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a both type of thing. But only one person can be listening to the music. Oh, yeah, on the one-person plan, yeah, only one. And that can get uh, kind of tricky, I feel, if you have, like, a large family of, like, I don't know, 15 people in the family, and they're all trying to listen to music. I mean, of course, if you have... They all like the same music, that's a different story, but I, I can guarantee you a house of 15 people doesn't have the same oh, music Oh, it, it definitely is. I had that problem before. I'd be in the middle of class, my mom would be at work, and I'd try to be listening to, you know, good music. And they would cut it out and then tell me, you can't listen to music right now, someone else already is. So, random that, that was a headache for about a year, until finally we just decided to bump up to the family plan. I. I think that this is where Spotify prevails in the multi-user experience where you know, you on a family plan and, and or a normal account plan, you can have as many devices as you want and listening to music at the same time. It doesn't matter if there's, you know, if I'm on my computer and on my phone streaming two completely different songs for absolutely no reason. It'll, it'll let me. Why you'd want to do that, I don't know. But it, it is possible. Or, you know, if like someone like my dad was listening to music while I was listening to music, it, it wouldn't cancel each other out and tell me, like, I can't listen to music because he took it over or vice versa. And I, and I definitely think that's an area where Spotify, uh, you know, sort of comes in, you know, more handy and whatnot. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so with Apple Music going along with the yeah, individual plans and stuff, with the individual plan with Apple Music that is tied to, like, a single account, so it's not like you can't use it across devices. Well, you can use it, like, with that singular account, but, like, multiple accounts can't be using the same thing. But with the family plan, you can use up to six accounts, and they can use Apple Music across all devices using that account. And they'll have access to all the music and all that. It's actually very interesting. I definitely, I definitely don't think that a lot of companies nowadays are really in it for the accessibility, uh, and more so they're in it for the money. Because, um, of course, Apple Music at its surface is very simple to navigate, but, you know, it, setting up everything and getting it through to everyone can be a, a hassle sometimes, especially with, I, I believe, the family plan can be sort of messy at points to set up. For me, I didn't have much trouble setting it up. Of course, that, that being said, I wasn't the one who set it up. It was my, it was my parent. It was, it was my mom specifically who set it up, so I can see where someone who doesn't use, you know, a lot of tech in the first place can be very uh, convoluted and just kind of weird to set it up. It's understandable. Yeah, I had that same issue. My parents set it up and it, it didn't go so well. You know, sometimes my playlist would get you know, deleted and cause headaches because then you have to reload all your songs. It, just they would think, you know, who's that playlist? They're like, well, we don't need that one there. And it, it's just a headache sometimes. But I guess it just depends on who sets everything up and who's running the account. And, and I definitely think that's, that's where 
uh, some of these streaming platforms fall flat because a lot of the time there's you know the streaming services that that have a ton of music. They're willing to give you the necessary options in order to you know set up the music. And other times there are ones where it's you know you can get your music, download your songs, and then randomly they'll be deleted because you connect to the internet and the streaming service decides we don't need that here, and then they just erase it. And that can definitely be a hassle for a lot of people to have to go through and, and figure out, you know, what songs did I have exactly on the playlist and what songs were there. And, and of course, with Spotify, um, each of the songs, when you download them, they just give you the, the MP4 file with the song so that you can just kind of grab it and put it back just in case something were to happen to it. And they also give you the name of the song with the MP4 file, which is nice. Uh, I know a lot of streaming services that give you the song, but they won't give you the name. They'll just give you a bunch of random numbers to signify an identification tag with the song, which is a pain, I think. That is definitely one of the downsides with Amazon Music, I noticed, is that with the new high-quality lossless audio update, it, it, they seem they do have those random numbers and s stuff like that so when you're trying to figure it out it's really difficult to do it because then you have to open that file in Amazon Music and do it one at a time and for someone on PC that just kind of wants your files locally it's, and even on mobile it's just a hassle because you don't know what is which so with that Spotify in that case I'd say is probably better Spotify is definitely much better in the, the whole uh, accessibility for downloaded files, especially where with Spotify too, you can also just kind of upload your own music, whether you're a freelance artist or someone who's, who's big, um, as well as just grabbing music off the internet and just putting it onto, you know, your phone from your PC or onto the PC, just directly have all the files locally. It's a really accessible thing that I think a lot of people take for granted nowadays, because they, they expect everything to be you know kind of in front of them. If it isn't, they complain. And with Spotify, it's like if it's not in front of you, there there are options to get the music. You just need to get the music. So going into platform accessibility now for, for each of the, the streaming services, I definitely feel as though Spotify is most likely the, the most accessible uh, and available to, to everyone. Uh, you can find it on all consoles. I think they had a, as early as the PS3 had a version of Spotify that you were able to, to run on the, the console. Um, you can get it on any console, obviously. Um, you're able to get it on Linux, and most Linux distributions can, in fact, uh, or well, most Linux distributions come pre-installed with Spotify as an application on them. Uh, sometimes, which I find is cool. Not like a lot of people use Linux, but you know, just for the availability sake. Uh, Windows is obviously, you can get Spotify on Windows. You can even get Spotify on Mac. You can get it anywhere. You can put it on a Fire Stick. You can put it on an Amazon product. Think about that. Um, it's, just a, it's just a lot easier for availability than a lot of the other ones, and it, and it definitely stands out from the crowd just because of the, the pure amount of ports that Spotify has uh, where it you know it's gone it's been going on for a while and it's had a ton of 
different uh, devices and systems that it's been on, and it's on everything. It's everywhere. It's, it's incredible, honestly. I mean, it definitely, compared to, say, Amazon Music, they had their own version going on Linux for, say, about a month, and most stores now don't have it anymore. They had it for a brief time, but most times I've loaded up a Linux distribution now, it isn't in their store anymore. Uh, I don't know why it would be taken off, maybe just they didn't feel like you know, supporting it anymore for the new distributions, but compared to Spotify, it's definitely, an, a, that's a shortcoming for them. And with them being not new, but like, compared to the, how long Spotify's been out there, it's it's definitely a newer thing. Same thing with, uh, say, Apple Music. It's compared to availability. They just can't really compare to Spotify. So with Apple Music, there is is available on obviously on all Apple devices such as iPhones, iPads, Macs, all sorts. Then on you can get it from the Google Play Store on Android devices. Uh, on PCs, both Windows and Linux, you can run Apple Music through your browser and that will run perfectly fine. Uh, recently, they just added PS5. They just added music, uh, Apple Music to PS5. So there's that. I'm trying to say, I feel like when, when deciding a music software in the long run, you shouldn't look at it all these uh, really, really uh, niche features that they have. You know, it's nice to be able to save your music locally. It's nice to be able to add your own songs. It's nice to have, you know, lyric views and the Dolby Atmos 360, you know, audio quality. You know, obviously with all these subscription services, you're going to get ad-free music that's like a given. But I don't think that it should be the main determining factor in whether or not you should, you know, have a, you know, a music streaming service. And I definitely feel like it's more, uh, it's more personal preference whether whether you want something that that's more uh, like Spotify, where it's it's more underground, or if you're you know, Apple Music and you want the more mainstream basic songs or if you're Amazon where they just kind of throw anything on there I feel right Josh yeah just kind of throw anything on Amazon music mm -hmm. uh, I definitely feel like it's all personal preference and of course pricing for some people can play a huge part in it where Amazon music is probably the best for single users being the, the cheapest but they also don't have a student plan so it, it's more whereas Spotify and Apple music both have student plans family plans and single person plans that are all very affordable but honestly it, it boils down to, to personal preference nine times out of ten I'd say and um, on that note Thank you for tuning in to the CIT Tech Tips podcast. I'm Jack. I'm Josh. I'm Matt. And we will see you next time, everyone. Have a great day.